He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. What a beautiful day today, September 22nd, 2022. You already know what it is, XRP pumping, XRP stealing the show. What is your crypto doing? How is your program working out? This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Without further ado, we're gonna get straight on into tonight's XRP pump episode. Yes, we are gonna get a little bit hype about this special cryptocurrency company. I call it the greatest digital commodity in existence. Let's get straight on into it. Thank you so much, guys. At the time of this recording, our Bitcoin back at 18.7. Once again, Ethereum at 1300. XRP back down to 46 cents at the time of this recording, okay? So the market has, uh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry, sorry. XRP's at 48 cents. I had to hit refresh. 19.3 for your Bitcoin and 13.23 for your Ethereum, XRP back at 48 cents. It did peak out at about 50 cents today, a uh, little variable at, based off your exchanges, but you guys can check that for yourself. Back on up to the 50 cent level, let's get straight on into the current events and let's talk about this XRP pump that is taking place right now. Before we get into it, a little bit on the economic data, a little bit on the current events. Credit Suisse discussing possible U.S. market exit. Remember, last night's live show, we were talking about how three U.S. banks are about to leave China. Now we see Credit Suisse talking about leaving the U.S. market. You're starting to see the dominoes fall in this whole system. Another data point, Fed reverse repo facility usage climbs to record 2.36 trillion. That is right. The Fed reverse repo, which is basically the Fed helping the banks cover their asses when they're trading amongst each other. Um, right here it says, uh, temporary open market operations involve short-term repurchase and reverse repurchase agreements that are designed to temporarily add or drain reserves available to the banking system and, and influence day-to-day -day trading in the federal funds market. Let me simplify it for you guys. It's helping the banks cover their asses when they're trading amongst each other, okay? This is the shortfall in trading between the banks. That's their fancy way, the Fed's fancy way of uh, you know, injecting stimulus into the banking system. Uh, a record amount, 2.36 trillion, record reverse repo. Let's continue on, XX11331221. He says the Fed owns 33%, nearly 2.5 trillion of the mortgages in the US. They will have 50% after the crash. This is their bull market the bottom when the public has to sell to maintain they will buy even more they'll own you'll rent they'll have real assets you will only have digital you're only going to have pudgy penguins nfts and digital piles of crap <laughs> right uh modern slavery living in the metaverse 24 7 uh coffin apartment that is the plan the peasant life that we will get to enjoy in this post-world, new world that they're establishing here. But it's truly incredible. We're seeing the Fed now having to buy back corporate bonds, having to buy back the mortgage-backed securities, and now they own nearly a third of our real estate mortgages. So important, such a key data point here to watch what they're doing with their balance sheet. Now, speaking on real estate mortgage interest rates reaching 
the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage spikes to 6.62%. That is the highest reading since 2008. Basically, you would have been at uh, buying about $600,000 worth of house last year. That same mortgage is now only going to get you, I think it was about three ninety, dollars less than $400,000. So our purchasing power has nearly been cut in half here in the United States real estate market. There you go. <clears throat> now, quick data point here from Prometheus Research. They say during the previous period of stagflationary nominal growth, which took place in 1967 through 1980, commodities and gold outperformed equities and bonds. Thus, returns on stocks and bonds that most investors are used to are not features of the asset classes, but rather a feature of the economic environment. As I say on this channel, everyone got a participation trophy if you just had your 401k in the stocks, you held a little bit of bonds, a little bit of diversification, you're kind of cool just letting your money manager do your deal, fat and happy, still at the grill, flipping burgers, having your cervezas, and we enjoyed life. That party's coming to an end. And as we're about to see, commodities and gold are about to outperform the stocks in the bond market once again. And this time around, we have a new emerging asset class, distributed ledger technology, blockchain technology. We have the XRP ledger leading the way. There is no competition. And there is a few other cryptocurrencies that we're interested in. But once again, the commodities, and we're looking at the precious metals to absolutely uh, take over in this new financial system. Now, let's continue on here. <clears throat> this is a responsible approach to this situation. This is from Multifamily Madness on Twitter. I'm not a doomsday kind of guy, but I believe that the economy slows down pretty hard in the next year or so, especially in the real estate sector. What do we say here? Real estate's lagging. Understand that. The market can crash. The market panic can happen this fall, this end of Shemitah cycle, and then real estate won't bottom out for another year. With the, the peak foreclosures won't happen for another two, three years. Real estate's lagging, so watch this closely. He says, 95% of my income is real estate commissions, acquisition fees, and rents. I believe that my real estate sales business decreases by 40% next year, and we do half as many acquisitions next year as we have done this year. Rent, rents will remain strong because of this outlook. I have told my wife that we should plan to spend significantly less from now moving forward and increase our savings rate, putting a large amount of luxury, fun, and basically unnecessary things on hold. I feel this is the right thing to do for my family, but hey, if I'm wrong, we will have mad cash. That's where we're at. We've stacked our bags. We have the assets. If they send it, we send it. We ride the wave. It'll be a good time. We'll, we'll partake in those gains. If this thing goes lower, we're stacking cash on the sidelines. We're being frugal with our spending right now, not getting crazy with it because we understand all of these assets are about to get cheaper. Everything's, it's going to be the sale of a lifetime, at least in my lifetime, going to be taking place. If you're a young person like me looking to get into real estate, looking to acquire a bag of these assets that matter, this is going to be our time. But this is a responsible approach. Unlike the rest of the real some of these real estate folks that I see that have been really hype, <clears throat> right? They've been participating in the real estate market, but they're not for real players. You're seeing a purge in every single asset class and in every single business sector. The disruption that is taking place right now is going to be, um, you know, you know, the greatest since the last uh, in the last century, essentially. Let's continue on, though. Here we got um, Danelle Dixon, once again, Stellar Development Foundation uh, CEO and executive director. We're proud to join World Economic Forum's Crypto Sustainability Coalition. There's a lot of work to be done, but together we'll accelerate action toward climate change. Sustainable with Stellar is the hashtag that she puts. So Danelle Dixon, once again, getting the deals done. Here she is at the World Economic Forum Crypto Sustainability Coalition. But just wanted to start out the cryptocurrency news by talking about XLM. 
I haven't even really seen what XLM has done from a price point while XRP has been pumping. Let's take a quick look at our XLM price because that is one that tends to move with XRP, riding the same energy, catching the same vibe is XLM, the little brother, little sister. Uh, so XLM is up 10% today to 12 cents, okay? Yeah, XLM definitely on sale, okay? Let's uh, take a look here. We're about to get into some bullish, bullish XRP stuff. Let's get it going. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't already, please smash that thumbs up for me. Okay, let's run it up real quick. We have a little bit of this clip here. This is Senator Loomis questioning the bank CEOs. Once again, the Super Bowl of financial service hearings taking place yesterday and today. Check this out. So John Deaton says the SEC points out that there wasn't a real use case for XRP by Ripple until 2018 with on-demand liquidity. Ripple chose, quite arguably, the most difficult industry to disrupt, the half-century-old cartel banking system, a system built on fees generated from friction. Jamie Dimon ain't happy. So I'm going to play a clip here, and this is uh, Senator Loomis asking Jamie Dimon. Real-time payment system. Uh, the ability to get a 24 by 7 wire system at the Fed would be critical to it, and their new real-time system ought to provide that. But one of the disadvantages in payment system technology is the ability to pay on the weekends and move a substantial amount of money that actually clears. T plus zero security settlement would be doable if you actually could have the money move during the night. And so I think you know, we're all aware of that we've connected our real-time payment system. We're connecting it to other parts of the world that we've put together through the clearinghouse that on that enable money to move real time. You connect that with Zelle and things, you can move it with no cost to another banking client. As long as someone doesn't step in and say, oh, that is not sufficient to have Santander in Spain, you do the KYC so we can rely on it. We, we need some enabling things. And I think, you know. We need some enabling things. And he refers to Santander, which is a Ripple partner going back to what, 2018? Right, so like we're always talking about, Ripple doing the deals with the people that matter. He directly refers to Santander doing the AML, enabling them, a Ripple partner enabling them. Maybe he just chose them randomly. Maybe it's no big deal. Maybe this has nothing to do with XRP. The point being, Santander, someone who matters, Ripple partnership since 2018. Let's continue on. And their new real-time system would be doable if you actually could have the money move during the night. And so I think you know, we're all aware of that we've connected our real-time payment system. We're connecting it to other parts of the world that we've put together through the clearinghouse. That on the enable money to move real time. You connect that with Zelle and things. You can move it with no cost to another banking client. As long as someone doesn't step in and say, "Oh, that is not sufficient to have Santander in Spain," you do the KYC so we can rely on it. We we need some enabling things, and I think you know if we do that right, we can take. You know, you will see. The innovation this is already set up and already moving. And by the way, we move trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars a day very efficiently. Um, you know, so I think people's view of what's inefficient is kind of interesting. But you, you have to look at what really moves. Well, we're aware that money was transferred in uh, cryptocurrency as donations to Ukraine. They were spending it the next day. And if it had been transferred in U.S. dollars, it would have taken about 10 days uh, for it to reach. Uh, I, I see some of you shaking your heads. Disagree, Mr. Diamond? Right now, we're moving $10 trillion around the world, zipping and zapping through AML systems, OFAC systems, regulations, AI systems, cyber systems, safely, immediately, a lot of it's real time. You're talking about retail payments. Yes, I am. Yes, and I agree with that. That's a thing that we all can work on and fix. But that's a very small thing relative to the other. 
thank you for being here. I yield back. But so, it, so as Jamie Dimon says here, that is such a small sector of the payment space, retail payments. So Jamie Dimon, as you can tell, so snobby, so arrogant, right? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that big. You're talking about retail, not a big deal. We're moving $10 trillion daily. So arrogant with it. And like I said, I'm not a fan of Jamie Dimon, but as you can see, you can see who's the boss at the table there when we listen to the CEOs of these banks tell Congress how it's going to be. Tell them that, yeah, that's kind of cute what you're talking about there, Senator Loomis, but we're really doing the deals and we're doing it just fine. But key thing to note here, it can be done cheaper and faster. And absolutely, Jamie Dimon and his old banking cartel is threatened by the new kid on the block, which would be Ripple XRP. It's just better technology, and it's the level playing field trustless system that we need, the bridge to all the assets. From Jamie Dimon's JPM coin to whatever fiat currency you wanna to go to, you can use XRP to bridge that, that cross-border transaction. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's uh, continue on here, though. This is just how hype XRP was getting today. Liz Clayman had Brad Garlinghouse on today. If you're looking for the bounce after yesterday's post-Fed rate hike, it is MIA. But who knows? Could the bulls poke their heads out in the final hour? One risk asset rallying XRP, popping 9% right now. Ripple CEO Garlinghouse on the Clayman countdown today. Yes, and that was earlier in the day. Then right before he comes on, she says, as XRP spikes 18%, Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse is on Fox Business now. Maybe he knows why. And this is the thing with XRP. There's a lot of speculation right now. It's pumping crazy. We're starting to see whales accumulate. Okay, as I'm going to show you guys right here, Crypto Insight UK Will, our good friend, says an unknown wallet buys 500 million XRP and we are up 23% today. I smell some inside news. And that's the thing is we know there's plenty of inside deals going on with Ripple XRP. We just found evidence that Jed McKeelib was tasked with replacing the SWIFT system by the Federal Reserve back going back uh back all the way to the beginning of xrp the federal reserve handpicked jed mccaleb to replace swift the federal reserve did the private central bankers behind them now you know we're seeing jamie diamond do his dance up here in front of congress meanwhile as all of the old world's falling apart all of the stocks everything's falling apart all of the crypto assets XRP surpasses Binance USD token as the sixth largest cryptocurrency after surging 17% in the last 24 hours and over 45% in the past week. How about that? Okay. Uh, and then we look here at the Ethereum XRP divergence the past 30 days. This is from Digital Asset Investor. 51.25%. That is the divergence between Ethereum and XRP. He says something big is brewing. So XRP up 27.5% and we have Ethereum down 23.73%. You've seen something similar with Bitcoin as well. The proof of work, the Ethereum show, the Ethereum merge complete flop. XRP looks to be suing something very rare, eating up demand from other cryptos, even from giants like Ethereum and Bitcoin. This is from Crypto Whale. If this rally maintains its momentum, we could see an unprecedented burst to the upside. Watch out shorts. Okay, let's continue on. Jungle Inc. If the Ripple cases settle, watch out. Not all sunshine and rainbows. Look for Gary to launch Scud missiles at exchanges, influencers, decentralized systems, and maybe even additional tokens. Crypto market may be in for a brutal time until regs roll out. We covered this last night on the show a little bit, and we've been saying this on this channel. XRP, it's in a whole different scenario. 
and the rest of the space is going to have the crosshairs turned on it right after this Ripple versus SEC lawsuit does conclude. After the story's over with Ripple XRP, then it goes after everyone else and they're coming for everyone. Now, Crypto Bull, we love his bullish XRP charts. The next bigger price targets for XRP should be $6, $16, and $70. Don't get excited yet, guys. XRP did do a massive pump today to 50 cents. The next bigger price targets on the TA, the technical analysis, is $6, $16, and $70. But here's why I am not FOMOing in today. And this is not financial advice. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't be acquiring more XRP or what you should or should not do. I am just telling you that I do think that we are set up here for an overall market crash that does bring down everything further, including XRP. And I believe that once again, this is a ritual being done to the XRP holders. We've been going through a ritual for the past two years that this lawsuit has been going on. And we're about to reach the two year anniversary of the lawsuit coming up here in December. But on the bigger technical analysis timeframes, yes, you bet we are going to those price points, okay? Now, Crypto Bull says, if we are witnessing the first XRP impulse, price can shoot up to $23 by November. Okay, so he's saying here on the short time frame, $23. Is it ridiculous? Probably. Is it there on the technical analysis? Absolutely. And on the time frame, I don't think it's here yet. I think that this is going to be an incredible fake out for the XRP community. And I, I'm trying to get us understanding that so that we're not set up for failure here. We are very excited, as David Gokshin says right here, I should have got more XRP rather than these effing meme tokens. No shit, right? What have we been saying on this channel this whole last year and a half that we've been making content? There is no comparison to XRP. It is the most valuable uh, digital commodity in existence right now. In, in my opinion, there is no competition and the deals that have been done with Ripple uh, don't compare to anyone else in the cryptocurrency space. And then when you look at the problem they're solving, it's unseen in the business sector, the economy overall. Like when you line it up, you're talking about um, building the pipeline, the infrastructure for oil movement worldwide. That's equivalent to what XRP is, but more, right? Because we're gonna have uh, value of every, everything of value is gonna be settling up and moving on this ledger. So we are just getting started. But what have you been saying? All the rest of the space, 99% of it. We agree with Jamie Dimon, 99% of crypto is decentralized Ponzi schemes. So what did I say? The greatest digital commodity in existence is what XRP is. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community, over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.